So today I wanted to address a popular issue for so many of us women over 40, and that is dealing with the extra belly fat that seems to accompany aging. And I don't know if this has been your experience, but this certainly was mine and a lot of the the women that I work with. All of a sudden, it seems like you kind of turn 40. And even if you didn't have a lot of belly fat accumulated before, like me, I was always kind of a pear shape. I always had a waist and I, I usually didn't really store fat a whole lot in my middle. But it seemed like as soon as I was turning 40... All of a sudden, it was like I, be, I was becoming more apple shape, and that just seemed to be the place of choice that my body wanted to store fat more than on my butt and on my thighs, like like in my 20s and 30s. And there are a couple reasons for that. A lot of people will say, well, you know, estrogen is changing when you're going into perimenopause, and this is true. But I don't think that it's necessarily the estrogen changes, especially if you've just turned 40 or you're you're not really in that perimenopause stage just yet. I'm not 100% certain that's the reason for the extra belly fat. I can tell you, at least for myself and most of the women that I work with, the main culprit of this belly fat increase is threefold. And that's what I want to unpack for you in today's episode. Number one, it's diet. Because fat and weight gain is is always going to be somewhat related to your diet. Number two, it's stress-related. And number three, it's cortisol-related. And I kind of want to take these backwards. I kind of gave them to you in the wrong order. I'm going to end with the diet component of this. But diet isn't everything when it comes to getting rid of belly fat. And let me explain why. You could have like the best diet in the world. You could be super clean eating and and never eating sugar and just like working out and things like that. I've worked with these women and still struggle to get the belly fat off if you have an increase in cortisol, an increase in stress, and that is going to kind of override anything that you're going to do dietarily. Diet is a fix if we've got the cortisol and the stress piece in the right place. But even if you have a wonderful diet, if your stress is just off the charts, if your cortisol production is going through the roof, then what you eat, it's always going to override that and it's always going to kind of trump that because your hormones are honestly the thing that's really regulating and in control of a lot of the functions in your body. So your diet can help with the hormones, but it's not going to override the hormones, if that makes sense. So that's why I want to kind of take this in order and talk about the importance of the cortisol and the stress piece and what you can do about it and then kind of circle back to the diet portion of this, because they all work together. Now, for us women over 40, cortisol is becoming a bigger deal, especially in our modern society. Because think about it. Just think about your lifestyle changes since you got into the mid to prime of your life, right? When you're heading into your 40s and even into your 50s, guess what? You, You probably are in the prime of your career, 
you're working, you've built up a career. You're not like just starting this thing fresh out of college or, or, you know, anything for the first time. In fact, a lot of women, even in their forties, maybe you're starting a second career because you've been around this mountain a few times. So maybe you're going back to school, um, and getting another degree, or you're starting something new in your life. Cause you're really kind of in the prime of your life, but you're trying to do this oftentimes while trying to balance the pressures from your family. So you might be married, you might have children, or you might be divorced and, and a single mom, or you, you know, you have a lot more things going on family-wise, interpersonal. That tends to also factor in for a lot of us women over 40. And maybe then at the same time, you've got extended family things going on. Like I know for myself, like my dad, he needed extra care and, um, and he, he recently passed away. But like when we were going through all that stuff last year, trying to figure out what was going on with dad and rushing down there and being by his side and trying to take care of my mom and everything that was stress. That's cortisol. So you've got family members that you might be kind of sandwiched in taking care of. And, and a lot of women, they're taking care of elderly parents and they're taking care of children or they got teenagers or they got young kids, you know, and you've got all of these pressures that are kind of converging all at once. And this is just the lifestyle piece. I'm not even going into some of the other things, right? Because we can create stress in and of ourselves without the lifestyle. We just, our thoughts can create stress. But if you are feeling stretched on so many fronts, like you're stretched thin, trying to be there for the family, stretched thin, trying to take your kids to all these places. I know for me, like they're involved in everything now and I, I, I don't have a lot of time. I'm always in the car, just going to the next thing. That's stress. You're stretched thin and, and work. Maybe your work's demanding a lot of you. You're trying to balance it with everything else. And that's going to play a role. That alone is going to create more cortisol. And so this is why it's it's not necessarily that you're old and your body is functioning different, but your lifestyle has changed now that you have been spending the past 20 years or so as a fully functioning adult. That's going to kind of have an impact on you. And then when you have all these stressors happening, guess what else is going to kind of suffer? Your sleep, your relaxation, because you're stretched so thin, you're trying to give everybody everything and you're not spending as much time sleeping. You might be burning the candle at both ends. You might have a job that where you're up late at night and then you're up early in the morning getting kids off and you're just trying to make it all work. And guess who ends up having to carry the brunt of, of the pain of all that. That's you. And you're the one that's trying to sacrifice in the sleep area or in the relaxation area. Maybe you don't even really get weekends to yourself because weekends are family time, which means you take the family everywhere. Doesn't mean you get to sit in Netflix and chill or anything like that. You might be getting five hours of sleep a night, six hours of sleep a night, and that may not be adequate for what your body needs. And even if you are actively trying to get your rest in. Another issue that pops up for women around this time is sleeping through the night. Like you may not be getting a good quality of sleep. So maybe you have the time to put in the quantity, but the quality is beginning to suffer. And so these are the things that when you kind of see this perfect storm coming together, if you can envision all these little pieces as these clouds that are gathering over your life, these are the, the storm clouds of stress 
And this is what's constantly creating a downforce in your body, pumping out that cortisol and, and making you stay in that fight or flight response. Or maybe you're, you're, you can relax for a minute, but then something triggers you or you have to do something and you're right back into that stress mode. So this is happening more and more for us women in our 40s. So what, is, what ends up happening when we're in our 40s, we've got the accumulation of belly fat, we're frustrated because we feel like we're gaining weight and we don't understand it. We think it must be diet and exercise related, right? So then when we have all these other factors going on, we're not sleeping, we're not being proactive about our stress, we're not putting boundaries in our life or taking the time that we need to be able to recharge because we're trying to meet all the demands for everybody, right? So, but, but we've got this weight problem. Now what are we going to do? oh, well, now I'm going to diet and I'm going to exercise. So my body is already in a stressed state because of my life. And now I'm going to go to an orange theory class or I'm going to do some crazy high intensity CrossFit or some crazy high intensity boot camp, or I'm going to starve myself and then force myself to run or spend an hour on the treadmill or elliptical or something like that. Guess what that's going to do? that's going to force you to pump out some more cortisol. Yeah, because that's stress to your body. Your body has already got lifestyle stress. Now it's going to receive the stress of not eating. And now it's going to receive the stress of having to move more without adequate fuel to be able to handle all of these things going on in your life. And this is the perfect storm that makes it so that so many women over 40 are feeling like, well, I'm working out. I'm dieting, I'm not eating hardly anything, and I'm doing all the things, why isn't the scale moving? Because of the stress. And your diet and your exercise is actually forcing your body to pump out more cortisol, which is why it feels like you're gaining weight so easily. Because your body is doing its best to just be in survival mode and try to keep you alive and try to keep going. And it's like, you know, if you think of your body as a, as a child, Think of your body as a young child. Think about how you treat your body. Would you treat your young children that way? Probably not. So, you know, in essence, a lot of us women are saying, hey, body, I need you to step up and be there for me and function and have plenty of energy while I go stress myself out. And then I'm not going to feed you anything. And I'm going to forget about you. And I'm not going to let you rest. I'm not going to let you stop. I mean, we're like slave drivers to our poor bodies that are just doing everything it can to, to support us and, and, and help us survive, but we're not giving it anything to do that with. We're not helping it at all. So this is why we have to first look at the amount of stress and the type of exercise that you're also adding in for that stress in your life. And that's what we have to key your diet off of. A lot of women kind of think, well, I've got all this belly fat because I must be going into menopause or perimenopausal. It must be estrogen. It's it's not a bad thing to check all those things, to check all those levels. But nine times out of 10, that's not it. Because women will go in and they'll have their, their hormones checked. And, you know, it is good to kind of check the cortisol one too. There is a specific test you can do for that. Um, and I have had um, a couple women have an overactive cortisol response. And and usually when that happens, it's like, okay, yes, we know for sure this is what's happening. So now we really have to bump up the diet and the exercise. And when I say diet, meaning you need to eat more. Eating will calm your body down. 
eating will stop the cortisol response. Uh, Not exercising like a crazy person all the time and running around all the time every second of every day, we've got to change some lifestyle factors. So if you do get your hormones run, it's good to know. Make sure that you're checking out the cortisol piece and as long uh, uh, alongside or in conjunction with like estrogen, progesterone, sex hormones, things like that. Um, but nine times out of 10, I would say that's not it. Cause they'll go to their doctors. They'll be like, I don't know why I'm getting on this weight. They run the hormone panels. They run the TSH. They think it's thyroid. They think it's all these other things. And, and it pretty much comes back in normal ranges. And they're like, everything looks okay from our perspective. And you're like, what is going on? Well, if you've got a lot of sleep, got a lot of stress and you're not sleeping, that's the first place we got to start because no diet is going to help you get beyond that. So that's where we have to put some boundaries in, or we have to give you some mental relief, or we have to come to terms with ourselves and say, is this, these expectations I'm trying to force myself into, are they unreasonable? What is a reasonable expectation? Where can I get some help? How can I, you know, carry this load and not die and not be in this fight or flight survival mode all the time. So that's the first place to look and then look at the sleep and say, what can we do to get a better quality of sleep or to be able to get myself the adequate sleep I need? Because you can't serve everybody and take care of everybody if you're depleted and you're dying yourself. At some point, there's not going to be enough of you to be able to support them. So you're really not doing anybody any favors by being this victim or this martyr all the time with your time and your energy because you're not going to have as much to give to them. You're not going to be able to serve them. So once we get those two pieces kind of taken a look at and we understand what's going on with your lifestyle, now we can set up the proper diet. The diet piece needs to support the lifestyle you're in. So maybe there are some things that you can't change. Maybe you've got your parents living with you and you're taking care of them. Maybe you have to run your kids around to all these soccer practices and travel softball and all of these things that are going on. Okay, great. So we need to know how much energy that's taking from you. And you need to make sure that you're adequately eating to be able to give your body the energy it needs to pump back out to take care of everybody. And usually when it comes to the diet piece, women aren't eating enough. Or they're so stressed, they're skipping meals. They're just not eating, not because they mean to, but just because, oh, I'm just re- reacting, I'm just responding, I'm reacting and responding, and therefore there's no time for me to take care of myself. And that's what's not working, and that's what's creating the belly fat. So the keys to solving this, and this is how I help my clients do it privately when, when they work one-on-one with me, is number one, we have to bump you up on the priority list. There's got to be something from you to give. You can't pour from an empty cup, that kind of a saying, right? The oxygen mask, you have to put yours on so that you don't fall out while you're trying to save somebody else. Yes, you've got to value you. You have to value you. And usually that's a tough part for us women because it feels odd or it feels wrong or it feels selfish to value ourselves, but you are valuable. That's why you have so much to give. If you weren't valuable, then there wouldn't be anything to give, but you are, you're giving this much. So clearly you're valuable. We've got to make sure you are able to be maintained, right? So we bump you up on the list. We create some boundaries so that you can sleep, so that you can rest so that you can get help and support for things that are just too much for you. And then we have to start to learn how to proactively 
eat so that you're not skipping meals all the time. This is kind of the number one thing. It's not even that women are trying to diet. It's that they're so stressed, they're not hungry, and they're just reacting, so they're not thinking about food, so they're not planning food. So it's just whatever. They wait until they're hangry, and they're just, they can't stand it anymore, and then that's when you make the decision to eat. And and when you make a decision to eat out of the hangry, out of the stress, out of the hustle, it's never going to be a good one. It's going to be whatever's quickest, whatever's around. Oh, look, a Taco Bell. Let's do that, right? It's it's not going to be with what does my body need nutritionally in mind. And this is why self-care to me is deciding how are we going to eat. It's proactively saying, what am I going to eat today? How is that going to look? How am I going to get there? When am I going to build in this time? Think about it. You plan meals for your family. If you have young kids, you plan breakfast, you get breakfast for them, you pack them lunches, or you at least know they're going to buy lunch at school. You plan dinners for people in the family, especially if you have kids that can't cook or make food for themselves yet, right? So you you take care of them, but you aren't willing to spend that time for you. That's the problem. And that's usually the thing we have to reverse, is at least get you into, into the habit of thinking about what am I going to eat and getting it more automatic. So at least you know, well, I pack my lunch every day and I take it. And at noon, I set an alarm and I pause for 10 minutes. I can give myself 10 minutes in my busy day to actually eat it. Things like that. I know it's hard. You want to be go, 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 go. But that's what we've got to unlearn a little bit because that's the thing that's producing the cortisol. That's what's working against you. And if you want to get rid of belly fat, you're going to have to take some proactive steps to put your body back into a relaxed state, get it fueled up with the energy it needs so that you can do more, so that you can be there to support people, so that you can be uh, more productive, all of these things. So I hope this kind of makes sense. And I hope that this can clear away some of these misconceptions and some of the confusion. Your body's not broken. It's stressed. And the belly fat isn't because your hormones are necessarily out of balance. It's just that you're creating conditions that are forcing your body to continue to pump cortisol. And you're probably pumping a little more. It doesn't necessarily mean you have a a hormonal imbalance, although that's always good to check just to be sure, just to check off that box. But if that comes back, that everything is normal, it's probably stress-related, it's probably sleep-related, and it's probably because you're not eating enough because you're skipping meals, because you're not being proactive about what you eat. And you could be not eating enough during the week. And then on the weekends, when you have a little time to yourself, now you're overeating. And that's going to produce even more belly fat. So those are the three areas to start to examine your lifestyle, how much cortisol is that producing from the stress that you're getting, making sure even I didn't touch on this a whole lot, but the exercise, sometimes we have to change how we exercise when we're in our 40s. If if we are dealing with cortisol and stress and other outside stressors that are affecting our body, you might need to do more walking instead of high intensity exercise. You might need to dial back some of the intensity and just go to weight training and give yourself, you know, a place to be able to catch up. So, so when we talk about reducing the stress on the body, if your exercise is adding in extra stress because you're doing burn boot camp or you're doing orange theory, you're doing these high intensity boot camp style workouts all the time or CrossFit workouts all the time, and you're not recovering, then that's going to add to the belly fat, especially if you're not eating. So it's, you know, the cortisol, getting those in, in to, into a better balance by checking and, and making sure that you're getting that rest 
not adding more to it with the way you're working out, making sure you're getting enough food. And then you want to proactively make sure that you're bumping yourself up on that care list and taking care of yourself in the form of eating, making sure you're getting meals for you, making sure you're planning to get adequate nutrition in for you so that your mood can improve, so that you can be happier, so that you're not like a raging monster all the time, (laughs) you know, just sounding off at everybody, so that you feel like you're more in balance, which is going to make you an even better caregiver and provider for everybody else in your life. And if you're needing a little bit of extra help doing this, if you're not really sure what that looks like for you in your specific life, and you just would like another ear, or you'd like to kind of take a look under the hood and figure out, well, how do I start to apply this? Is this really what's going on for me? I offer a free Accelerate Your Fat Loss strategy session. It's 40 minutes. It's kind of a sample coaching time where you can kind of get a sample of what coaching and working with me would be like. And we can take a look under the hood. We can look at all the factors going on in your life. And in that call, we can diagnose exactly what's going wrong. And I can give you a three-step plan for how you need to turn it around and fix it. Absolutely free. So you can always reach out to me, Angela, at getfitwithangela.com. That's my email address. You can also find me on Instagram at getfitwith underscore Angela is where you can find me on Instagram as well. Hopefully this was helpful. Would love to hear from you. Um, Would love to also answer any questions. if If you have additional questions about the belly fat issue and the cortisol and the stress issue, it's gonna be a topic we address many, many times as we go forward. Trust me, it's a big deal. So have a wonderful rest of your day. Until next time.